Hello there, and welcome back to this week's episode of Medical Mania, brought to you by the Youth Medical Association of Canada, YMAC, YMAC. This week on Medical Mania, we will be discussing tips on how to handle stress and lead a balanced lifestyle while staying on top of schoolwork. Our guest presenters this week are my good friend, Riley. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How about you, Ashley? Uh, I'm doing so-so. What about you, Rachel? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day outside, and I'm ready to get started with this podcast. So let's get straight into it with our first topic, maintaining good study habits. We talk about this one a lot, but only because it's so important. It's important to create a schedule to plan how much time you will spend working on a task and when you will do it. So what are you guys, what are your guys thoughts on this? Cause I'm not huge on schedules. I'm more of a list person personally. I just write things down on the list. I have my sacred list goes on the bathroom mirror every single night. And if I don't check off, you have to respect the list. If I don't check off every single topic from that list, it's over. You're, you're done. You're so done. And then the next morning before I wake up, before I do anything, I have to finish what's on that list. So I'm not a huge schedule person. What are you guys thinking? Well, I am a schedule person actually, and I like to get everything done. And how I do that is eliminate what is distracting me in the first place. And basically I just try to like be mindful of what are my distract, what my distractions are. And then I try to work on them and eliminate them. Okay. okay. I, yeah. Well, I make a schedule, right? And then I don't follow it. And then I despair. So I think it's more like I'll make like a mental schedule. I don't really write things down, but then I, I can't stick to it. I, I genuinely, I will tell myself to study at like eight o'clock and then it'll pass eight o'clock and I'll be like, okay, well now I got to do it at like nine. And then it just keeps going and going until it's like ends up being 2 a.m. And then I think the problem for me is like just having all these electronics around me. And I just end up watching a video and then watching more videos and then like watching Netflix. And I just take a bunch of breaks. Like I'll do something and then I'll be like, well, that's enough for today. And then I'll take like a two hour break. That's why I'm a list person. There's no timelines. It's like, you just have to do it by the end of the day. And then if, and if you're an idiot and you don't respect the list and if you, you better respect the list, you want to know what, if you don't respect the list, the list is going to get you the next day because then it's going to punish you. So that's why you got to have the list. You got to take responsibility for yourself, put it down. You gotta be like, okay. I need to do this, this, and this today, or else punishment tomorrow. Yeah, but who's punishing you, Blake? Like, it's the your list own is personal... punishing you. Like, there's like nobody there to be like, "Hey, you gotta do this." And I think like even the threat of that like punishment is is it's just not enough for me to stick to that list. Okay, I'll I'll give you, I'll give you an example though. It's like it's a little bit of psychology. So I have on my list today. I actually still have my list from yesterday. I had to complete an. I was lazy last night and I didn't do it. I was tired, I had a headache, I went to bed. Now, I had this on my bathroom mirror because that's always where I put my list every single night. It's on my bathroom mirror so that before I go to bed, I see it and I can kick myself because I know that sometimes I don't do things. But as my punishment, the very first thing that I do the next day, before I do absolutely anything, before I brush my teeth, before I look at my phone, I have to finish off the list of that day and that's the punishment. 
Oh yeah, what I do is I just have like my calendar set up and I have what like I have due every day from school on that calendar and then my meetings and everything that I have on there. Like if I have any school clubs or anything, I put that all on my calendar and then I basically just work around that. Like I'm like, okay, so today I have to finish homework from these classes and I have meetings or clubs from this time. So I have to just fit it in that way. But writing it down doesn't always help. I just have to like think about it in my brain and I'm the kind of person that gets really scared when I get close to a deadline, so that fear is just what gets me to finish stuff, just because of that, like, fear that I'm not gonna be able to do it on time. Yeah, it's like that fear of other people, isn't it? Like, I hand stuff in, not because I want to, but because, like, I'm worried that I gotta go into school the next day, and, like, the teacher will be, like, and, like mad at me, which I know isn't true or fair. Or, like, you know when you talk to other people, and then they're like, hey, did you finish this work? And when they say yes, I think that's when I'm like, oh, I should probably work. But if everybody says no, I feel like that's when I think to myself, well, then, should I do it? So, yeah, I think influence of others is a big one for me, too. Yeah, but, like, whatever way you do it, everyone has some sort of way to create a schedule, whether it's a calendar, list, or just keeping it in your own mind. It's just important to figure out what works for you. And then like Blake said, to hold yourself accountable, even if no one's there, which can be hard, but you have to learn to do it, I guess. And I guess with that, we'll move on to our second topic, which relates to what Ashley said, is studying in groups that everyone can hold themselves accountable. And also you can have someone else that's telling you like, oh, you need to finish this. Why'd you do that? Okay, I can't do that. Not even a little bit. You put me with another person and zero studying is getting done. It's just crying. Just a lot of despair. Ashley. Just despair. Yeah, oh, I'm, with, I'm with Ashley. Because you want to know what? You end up making excuses for each other. At least when you're on your own, you can feel like an idiot. Because it's like you're making excuses for yourself. But when you're with someone else, then you start making excuses for each other. And it's like an endless cycle. And it's like, oh, you know, well, you know, we, we got stuck on Instagram. But it was only because this and this and this. That's why I'm not a huge fan of studying in groups. Unless you're both like really, really serious. <laughs> a lot of times it doesn't work out. Yeah, I feel like here. I just feel that the need to like talk though, to them though. Like, like yeah, if I'm with exactly. Blake, I feel the need to be like, hey, did you like watch this movie? Or like, what'd you think about like, you know, this kid at school? Like, it's just, I, I don't want to study because like whatever I can study alone is why would I need somebody else there? <laughs> Which sounds pretty true. Cool. Although now I'm rereading the question on the subtopic. It says, it says studying groups, not study with your friend. Because if that's true, like if you're studying with your friend, and I consider Ashley, I consider you a good friend. If we were studying, we would definitely be talking. But if I was studying with some random person, or maybe not a random person, but just one person who's designated as like a, only for studying, that could work if you're both in the same class, but you're not necessarily friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the solution is study with someone you hate, I think is exactly. what we're getting at here. Yeah, Find your it's, enemy it's, it's, in the class. Exactly. It's like some mutualism going on. It's like, you know, you get, you benefit a little bit, I benefit a little bit. It all works out, you know what I'm saying? I know you know what I'm saying, actually. <laughs> I see that apparently it's a fact that, that studying in groups is actually proven to be more effective. I say no. I, I think that's on fakenews.com. But I mean, it's on the page, so it must be true, right? I think studying in groups only works in certain situations. Like personally for me, I'll like text one of my friends or FaceTime them and be like, I don't understand this topic, can you help me? And we'll help each other through it or like help each other through the homework, but it'll only work in certain situations. Like if you're studying for a test completely for like two or three hours, I guarantee only like 30 minutes of that is actual real studying. 
Oh yeah, I, I see what you mean, how that could be helpful though. It's like rather than actually dedicated studying with them, because that's a lot of wasted time. It's like if, if you're having an issue with one question, you can just send them a text and be like, hey, I'm not understanding this. Do you mind helping me out real quick just on this little subject? Yeah, because I that feel like okay. people often like are like, oh, I'll have to ask my teacher about this question. So they wait. And then after that, either they forget about it or they get lazy and they never end up doing it. But if you have someone right there that you can text it at that very second and get the answers, you won't put it off and you'll actually get the answer. Yeah, except when they don't reply to you. It's, it's like it's like every other time they answer you like right away. But then the one time you actually need them to answer, they just take a, a week. Okay, anyway. Moving yeah, on. That whole, time. I was going to say that whole thing about, you know what you said about friends. It's like I would feel, I would text my friend like, hey, do you want the answer for this? But then I would like follow that text up with like, LOL, like, like just a bunch of other stuff. So that way it doesn't LOL, seem like. LOL, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah, like it, it's just, I'm trying to like soften the blow of like, hey, I'm just asking you for, for help. And then, and then it's just, this whole, it's just this whole thing. So I guess if you're like not emotionally unstable and you don't overthink everything in your life then yeah go go for it but um oh man i've got this one no. friend who literally she okay I, I every time i get a text from her, i know she wants an answer she has a question or something so and but she always says hey first and she always waits and she types she pre-types the question but she waits until i reply back with a hi or a hey so i used to she used to go hey and i'd go hey and then she would send the question so then one time she sent a hey and I said, what do you want? What do you need? And- uh, Oh yeah, yeah. No, I have that, I have that pre-typed out too. <laughs> certain people during certain seasons, like if they message me, I'm like, yeah, I kind of know what you need. And then, and that's just the thing where it's like, I, I'm thinking of charging people for answers, but I feel like that's not sustainable. I made 10 cents in math class. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I never get added though. Like, you know what? I feel like those group chats that people make, I feel like you should just add one just like nerd from the class and then just just pay them money and then they'll give you the answers and then everybody wins. We'll cut this part out. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> time management. Managing time is apparently your best friend. And I guess that kind of goes with what we were talking about earlier, the whole calendar and schedules and all this business, but... <clears throat> pardon me as you know earlier i'm more a fan of the mental time management than actually uh, actually that's not even true though because i used to do micro scheduling and micro scheduling for people who don't know is like when you literally schedule every like i'm not even joking every single minute of your day like last year last summer i was super super busy with school and i had literally no time to do anything so i micro scheduled my entire week down to the minute like I, I, I scheduled bathroom bathroom breaks lunch breaks like sitting breaks phone breaks everything it was all in my calendar just so that it was so automatic I never had to think about what I was doing I always knew exactly what I was doing it's like okay I'm studying biology for 25 minutes I'm studying chemistry 35 minutes I'm going on a bathroom break at 245 whatever the deal is it's all micro scheduled so in that sense it can be useful but then again, you also just, like I was saying earlier with the list, you got to be accountable. Although I'm not, honestly, I'm, as much as it does work, that micro, micro scheduling, I'm not a fan of it. It's, it's unhealthy. It's unsustainable long-term. But if there's like one week or two weeks where you absolutely have to get a lot of stuff done, it seems to work for me. Anyway, I don't know what you guys think. 
personally- Is it just me or do you- Is it just me or do you pee a lot when you have to study? Yeah, yes, you take so many bathroom breaks, don't you? Sorry, we're just going off topic. <laughs> I have to oh, oh. go- I have to walk over to my bathroom like all the time. I can't just schedule it in or else I will- You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah but I don't even have to go. Like, I'll just sit okay, on my toilet. To, I have to tell you. I'll sit I, on my toilet. No, Blake, listen to me. I'll sit on that toilet, Blake, and I'll, like, be there, and then I'll look at myself in the mirror, and I'll have a whole entire just, like, stare-down dance battle, and then I'll come back to do work, and then I'll go back up and take another pee, and then I'll come back down, and then it's just an endless cycle. But I found what actually works is for the bathroom breaks, you literally, I, I kid you not, sprint. You have to wait as long as you can, like, and make sure, try to wait. Like, I hold it in until that scheduled time comes. And then I'm like, okay, okay, it's coming up. We have five more minutes. We can handle it. It's okay. And then when that time comes up for my scheduled break, I will literally run. Because if you run, you can't get distracted. I will run, do my thing, wash my hands, and run back to my chair and instantly pick up where I left off. Because if I don't run, I know every single time I'll get distracted. Like, even during tests. If I just go for a quick bathroom break, I'll still get distracted. So that's that's my solution anyway. I don't know if female bladders are different than male bladders, but that's I'm what works pregnant. for me. I'm just pregnant. I'm just pregnant all the time, Blake. I think every time I do an assignment, it's the equivalent of having a baby. Don't is f- in, the, is f- in the baby daddy. Ooh, hard. Daddy f- because there's only two males in this company, huh? Let's maybe move back to the time management and talk about not procrastinating because I do that all the time. Mm. As much as much as I talk about having the list and having this micromanaged schedule, I do all the time. Because uh, it comes time when I go, I go to the bathroom to get ready for bed and I look at my list on my bathroom mirror and I'm like, what the heck, I thought I did that. And where'd it go? Where, where did it go? Where'd all that time go? And, and then it's just gone. I just didn't do it. I mean, they say that you should work in the like in the day and sleep during the night or like work early in the morning rather than work late at night. But I think I think that one isn't true. Now, this is research and I haven't researched anything. So someone correct me if I'm wrong. But like people have different like schedules, right? Because, you know, in the beginning of time, some people would have to stay up late to, you know, protect the campgrounds or whatever, you know, while everybody else slept. <laughs> so some people genetically now just are naturally like night owls. They'll stay up later. So if staying up late at night works for you, then I think you do that. You know, you stay up, whatever works for your own schedule, you, you don't have to think that you have to study in the day. This is really contradicting all the research they've done here. I'm really sorry. Um, who, who wrote this one? Hamza. I'm really sorry, Hamza. But yes, it's, it's called like bedtime revenge. It's like revenge bedtime procrastination. And it's like you feel like you don't revenge have enough time. Revenge bedtime. To... <laughs> That's an interesting name. Then when do you sleep if you're studying at night? Well, you just have to think. Yeah, you just have to think of some. Some people do have different schedules. It's it depends. What it, it's all about what works for you. Like, who cares what the research says? Like, okay, I'm sure. I bet you could find somewhere. Okay, it's like a. Okay, honestly, I can't even think of any examples that are not going to get me kicked out of WiMAC. But, yeah, sometimes the research just doesn't work for you. You just have to do what works for you personally. You have to experiment with yourself within reason, obviously, but just. Like some people work better when it's quiet. Like for me, I get easily distracted, so I can work. So my days are pretty much a write-off between noon and seven because I don't get any work done because there's so much noise going on outside, downstairs, you know, like outside my windows, stuff going on. 
So I don't get a whole lot of work done in that time. So that's why working later and working earlier works for me. And even though that's against what the research says or whatever, that's just what works. And I know some people are, are different. Some people are like super focused and all that, but it just doesn't work for me. So that's how it's going to be for a while. And continuing right. on with that sleep uh, sort of topic, let's move into leading a healthy lifestyle because that's also very important because most of us know that if you're tired or you didn't get enough sleep, you're not going to do well in school the next day. You're not going to remember anything and studying is going to be 10 times harder. Hashtag me right now. Yeah, I shouldn't be qualified to talk on this. Did I tell you guys about my sleep schedule that I tried to do? Not as bad like as mine. No, no, because here's the thing. So over quarantine, right, I read this thing where it was if you sleep 20 minutes every four hours, you oh get like... Oh my god, you were so stupid. You get like 30 <laughs> years of life back, right? So, 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 I, yeah, I thought to myself, yeah, this, this seems like a great plan. I have nothing else to do with my life. And so I ended up setting a bunch of alarms, you know, like I would take 20 minute naps and I would be surrounded. I slept with like my AirPods in. I had my computer, my phone, my tablet all around my pillow. If it was during the day, I would have my parents come wake me up and I like forced myself to adhere to the sleep schedule. And then school started and then I realized I was totally and utterly um, screwed. Exhausted? I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah it was you're, really you're, yeah. you're good. I'm sure it's okay, fine. so so watch me. I'm just gonna be a total hypocrite here. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this either. I'm just gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna. I'm just gonna straight up. I'm gonna be a total hypocrite. Okay, basically step number one: sleep six to eight hours a night. That's wrong. It should be seven to nine. Even better, sleep seven to nine hours a night. Okay, and don't Sorry, do this in the up. middle of the day. Sleep at night and work during the day. Not really true, but it's true. So it's on the paper. So believe it. Make sure to exercise at least three hours a week. Wow, yeah, I don't do that either, but you didn't hear that from me. Next one, eat healthy. Oh, this one, okay, I'll even read you verbatim what it says. I know it is easy to live off of fast food and craft dinner, but this will negatively impact your academic performance. So yeah, moral of the story, just eat healthy, you know, get your green beans and whatever. Get enough sleep, again, seven to nine hours, you know what I'm saying? It's so important. So many people are in sleep debt, myself included. Again, you didn't hear that from me. Anyone have any more comments before we leave on? Move on, sorry. Um, I was watching this show and it was talking about, it's like this sleep show on Netflix. I, I totally forgot what it's called. Oh, is it like, is it meditation, like a guide to sleep or something like that? Yes. Yes. And and she was like the person was talking about how everyone need everyone is different. Like some people can live off of 7 hours of sleep and others need 9, but it's like kind of like just in between those numbers that work for some people, but everyone's different. Yeah, I I also I read online. Now again, this could be fake news.com. I, I don't know how true this is. But apparently like 30 something percent of people have a special gene that allows them like they're they're predisposed to being able to live off of less sleep. Like, I, I guess they're like they can cope better with, you know, six hours of sleep, whereas someone else will need seven hours of sleep to properly, you know, optimally function or whatever. I feel like that's that's got some truth to it you know that whole my fun fact a long time ago about how people you know had to stay up at different times have different shifts to guard the night i think 
I think that is true. I think it's just whatever works for you. And I think we said this a million times on this podcast. Man, this is the most like <laughs> off the walls. Um, what is it? Off the rocks or whatever this is. Well, off the rocking. Off the podcast. rails. We off are the off rails. the rails. We are out of control in here. Well, this isn't tips anymore. This is more like just a therapy session. <laughs> yeah. Like moral, you, moral of the yeah. story: Don't listen to anything that we say. Yeah. And just believe believe what we say. Or well, what's the saying? Do as we say, not as we do. Uh, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Yeah. That one. All right. Moving on. Don't feel guilty for not studying all the time. Even though I literally just talked about how you're supposed to be studying 24-7, following your lists and micro-scheduling yourself. Uh, I guess I didn't read that, but yeah, the paper says, do not feel guilty for not studying all the time. That's true, though. Honestly, take breaks. Just because, oh, oh, uh, hold on. I'll, I'll read Hamza's, Hamza. Okay, Hamza gave us some great talking points here. He says, just because you're in, in medical school does not mean you have to be studying all the time. You are allowed to do things that you love. It is okay to miss a study session here and there. Just don't fall behind. If you follow all these tips, you will probably be well ahead of the competition. Oh, well, you're When you're not busy, make sure to go see your family and friends. Indulge in your hobbies or just relax. No, I'm not even, even going to lie. I disagree with all that. But again, do as I say, not as I do. Personally, for me, it's the, sometimes I'll do nothing in a day and I'll feel good in the moment. But then after I look back at it and be like, what did I accomplish today? And then I'll feel bad. I'll be like, oh, no. But it's important. Exactly. Like, some days. And you're so mad at yourself. I know. And then it's, I, but this also leads to burnout for a lot of people because they have unrealistic expectations for yourself. So it's important to come to peace with that some days you're just going to not do any work and that's okay. You're not going to like fail everything and not go anywhere in life just because you missed one day of studying. Yeah, just remember, we all die in the end and in 20 years, you are not going to remember the time that you got a bad mark on a test. And I think that that's like the perspective to think about. I I think for everything in life, it's just Um, the fact that... Yeah. I'm just going to interrupt you real quick. You might if it's like a big test... Like, maybe the MCAT, you, if you're cramming, and all of a sudden you just decided, yeah, you know, I don't need to study for this anymore, and then you and don't get into yeah. medical school, and then... But I, no, but I And then you're actually uh, that word that we're not allowed to use that you used earlier. It's, it's not that. It's like after it's happened. Like, do everything you can. I think, it, I think it's you do everything you can up to that point, but after it's out of your hands, don't worry about it. Like, study as hard as you can for the MCAT, work as hard as you can, follow all these tips, sleep well, eat healthy, but afterwards, like, don't ever think to yourself that, like, you have failed in some way if you have tried, you know, hard enough up to that point, because after it's done, it's just, it's done, and think that in the next year, you can redo the MCAT, you know, you will have another chance next year, but you've done all you can this year, and I think that's a good way to think about it, because you will beat yourself up if you keep thinking about, you know, what's already passed, like, try, yeah, just, like, if you can change something, change it, but if you can't, it's not worth the energy, that's what I think. Yeah, submit, submit and forget, I read that somewhere, submit and forget, anyhow, does anyone have any other comments to do with, well, I don't even know what the subject of this one was, this is a very interesting, uh, podcast topic, oh, how to lead a balanced life in med school, I don't think we talked about medical school once, 
sucked with the MCAT when I said nothing matters, and then you were like, oh, uh, yeah, the medical school matters. Oh, oh, yeah, we did. Oh, and I guess yeah, we yeah. said just because you're in medical school doesn't mean you have to study all the time. Okay, anyway, so just apply all that stuff that we said to, to the medical school, and then basically, bingo, we have a good uh, podcast topic. Any medical school students listening, uh, please take our advice. We are yeah. all, oh. uh, yeah, we're all about, you know, 15, 16. I'm sure you really need it. I'm sure you're okay, thinking, I, yeah, this is the podcast I, for, I, I need for my life. I have a joke. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story about how your pizza pop experienced burnout earlier. You left it in the toaster too long, and it was burned so bad you had to throw it out. Okay, never mind, that joke actually sucks. <laughs> Wait, what was the All point? Right. Someone, I don't Someone fire, it's, it's someone a fire Hamza. Okay, someone it's a, fire Hamza. It's, the, it's a metaphor. Like, I can't. It's a, it says, tell a story about how your pizza pop experienced burnout earlier. You left it in the toaster too long and it was burned so bad you had to throw it out. Okay, who's toasting pizza pops over here? You microwave them, first of all. So, Hamza, mate, you know what? I don't trust any of the facts on this list anymore. Because clearly, exactly. this this pizza pop fact is, is false. It's a false narrative. And I think, yeah, I think everything we've been saying is true. Yes, definitely. And real quick before we do leave, because I actually do have to tell you this stuff because it's a fact, apparently, according to the internet. Over 50% of medical students experience burnout within the first year. This could be avoidable by following our tips, according to Humza. Although, as we said earlier, according to that pizza pop story, I don't know how much I'd believe out of him. Anyhow, burnout is serious and can lead to mental health issues and substance abuse problems as well. That's very true. Don't pop pills. Don't start alcohol and in the morning and uh, generally just be smart in general. And uh, extracurriculars at school are really popular amongst med students because they usually don't require a lot of traveling to partake in, but are also fun and strengthen medical school applications. Wow. Thank you, Humza. Those are actually half-decent facts for once. I mean, I'll cut that one out. Blake, is Humza going to hear this? Humza, if you're listening to this, I love you. I want you to know that you are the light of my life. You're special. Everything you do is amazing. And I don't care Wait, what Blake says. Are you sure Are you sure Hums is not the baby daddy? I told you everybody is. I rotate. God, oh, pay God. attention. Do you do you rotate or you do or you do combine? Oh my God! How would combining work? Jesus okay. splicing. Okay, Mushroom guys, move, into one and move. Just stick it up there. Moving All on. Right. <laughs> Medical school is hard, and there's no doubt about that. But do not let that stop you from pursuing your dreams. With that being said, you will have to maintain discipline and you can use the tips and tricks above to help you lead a balanced life in medical school. And above all, remember you are not in this alone. There are so many people who have been through exactly what you're experiencing right now. And there are loads who are experiencing it with you. Alright, that's all I got. We, we got nothing left on the script. So if anyone else has anything else to say, uh, that'll conclude our podcast. Thanks, everybody, for coming out to this week's episode of Medical Mania. It's brought to you by the Youth Medical Association of Canada, YMAC, YMAC. Hope everyone enjoyed our uh, maybe maybe a little bit special show uh, this week. And yeah, because I hope was everybody... on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Ashley <laughs> up in the head. Thank All you. right. Bye, everybody. Bye, See everyone. Ya. See you.